Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that the guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right brand is the number one thick cut, hand trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So bacon lovers, Do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some right brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. What's up? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Thank you guys for being here. We're going to play blind 90s country karaoke a little later on in the show. Now, here's the situation. We are very excited because we have a lot of money to give away on this show. And this is rare. And usually I have to give away my money, so it ain't very much. Like 10 bucks. But I have a new show coming out. On It's going to be on NBC Tuesday night, which is the 26th. It's called Snake in the Grass. But then it goes over to USA Network on August 1st. And so to celebrate the premiere of Snake in the Grass on August 1st, we're going to play Two Truths and a Lie. You have a chance to win $25,000. Wow. What? Yeah. Or more. Wait, we do? Wait. Multiple oh times. You don't. Listen. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, listeners do. So, wow. What's gonna, it's the most money we've ever just given away to a game with callers. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen more than once. So just go over to bobbybones.com. You'll see the rules, and you can sign up to play, and we'll grab some of you and put you on the air. And you just there's just a lot of money. We have a lot of money. I can't believe it. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't believe it. So we have a lot of money. It's not one of these things where we just draw. We're going to get multiple people. We're going to play for a lot of days. Somebody's going to win money. You can win 25000 bucks or more. This is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Wow. Scuba told me because <laughs> th- I'm very excited about the show. And USA Network is like, we want to invest in this show because we believe in it. And this show is all about just spotting the liar. We all think we can hang out with somebody or a group of people and be like, well, I can tell when they're lying. And that's what this show is. And there's other stuff involved. They're flying across stuff and clues but it's really just boils down to can you tell when somebody's lying and so that's the goal as you're watching but we're going to do that on this show and it's the most it's just a lot of money and so i'm really excited they're going to get to us <laughs> i was crazy. like hey, maybe we can get 500 bucks from them mm-hmm. and scoob was like oh no we got a lot they gave us a lot more than that wow so we're going to do it upright be sure to watch snake in the grass uh the nbc premieres the 26 but the usa premiere which i really need you to watch is monday august 1st so that being said, cool. Uh, go to bobbybones.com and sign up. Just and we'll, how are we gonna do it, Scoop? We're gonna call them. We're gonna we're gonna just look, draw somebody ran, like a bunch of random people. Yes, we have to randomly do a drawing and then we'll call them and bring them on the air and play. Multiple the game. people to play Multiples. the game. It's like a game we play all the time on the show. You can win up twenty five thousand bucks. Okay, so there's that. I want to say that to start the show. Everybody feeling good? Yeah. yeah. Lunchbox like started shaking. He thought. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was about to win twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> Why would I play a game for that much money for you? Like, you get paid to be here. Yeah, that's the game you get to play. Come in and can you do a good job on the air? I mean, sometimes you like to put up $10, $10, $20. I thought you were up. Oh, my gosh. I thought, wow, this is like hitting the lottery. But a listener will be able to win. 
I'm just going to say this. If you come on and it's multiple levels, you come on day one. Can I say day one? What's going to happen? Yes. Yeah, you can say it. Yeah. So like um, next week, we'll bring someone on. Uh, let's say it's Morgan. Morgan's on. All right, Morgan, we're going to do two truths and a lie. Can you identify the lie? And then we play the game. Like Morgan, I say, Morgan, my shirt is black. My, Truth. Well, no, hold on. <laughs> my hat. What color hat? Black. It's black too? You can't no. see it? No. I forgot what I wore. My hat <laughs> is black. My, I'm wearing my watch on my left wrist. Now, if she gets this right, she wins the, the money for the first day. So which one's the lie? Mm. The the wallet or the the watch. Yes, because <laughs> I'm left-handed. I wear my watch on my right wrist. Now, if you get it right day one, you win five thousand dollars. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh. goodness! What? That's it. You just won five thousand dollars. Right. No, no, it's an example, you Morgan. Did. It's an example. But Scuba, that's right, right? That's exactly right. And then yeah. everybody who plays that the four during that week come back, and then they're competing for big money. Oh wow! Okay. Dang. So that's all. It's the oh, easiest, most money game we've ever played. <laughs> That being said, we're good, everybody? Oh, yeah. I'm excited. We could even play around. Okay. No, no, stop, stop. Oh. You're not getting any money. You get paid. Okay. Yeah, you're good. These people that listen get paid. But not to do this. <laughs> oh. Okay, we, we have an interview we're about to do here. Let me introduce you guys. Uh, we're about to talk to Katie Offerman. About Katie Offerman. She's from New Braunfels, Texas. She grew up playing the accordion and the fiddle and the mandolin and the piano and the violin. She grew up on a horse farm. Her dad homeschooled her in the barn. Uh, she... Play polka music because she knew how to play these instruments, and they were like, "Hey, let's polka tour." She's like, "Okay." Uh, she just got married in May, and she met her husband through a mutual friend. Here is her song, "Don't Do It in Texas." Just don't do it in Texas. It is now time to talk to Katie Offerman Go. on the Bobby Bones Show. Now, Katie Offerman. So I did a podcast with Katie, and it was so interesting. I said, "Hey, come by the radio show too." Katie, good to see you again. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. Your story is so interesting. You know, I want to start with you were homeschooled yep. on your ranch in a barn. <laughs> yeah. So no what friends. is it? What is a typical school day like? Oh man, well, we used to get up like at 4 a.m. My dad was uh, training horses, but he also was like trying to run marathons. And so we'd get up at 4 a.m. I was a chubby little kid, you know, and so like he'd want to get up and go run down our mile long ranch road. And that would, that pissed me off. Was know? it like PE? Was he like, this <laughs> is school? Well, yeah, probably he thought it like put instill good character in me. It actually just made me mad. And so we'd do that as a family. Like my, my mom, my dad, and me would go run on the road, come back. You know, classic Texas homeschooler. We'd have our Bible study, and then uh, then we'd go out to the barn and get to business like at seven a.m. So I was done by noon, and then my dad would take me out on the ranch and like teach me how to start a fire with a magnifying glass. Mm, things that kids I've, should know. I've used usually, that a lot yeah. in my life. <laughs> usually taught by other kids, right? But you say you had no friends. What about the goats? What about the horse? Did you have? Yeah, did I had you name so them? many animal friends. Yeah, I mean, like I had Susie, my cow. Coco was my mean pony that was gifted to me because she bucked another kid off. Um, you, got I mean, a, you got a second-hand pony. Right, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but we had everything. We had dogs, guineas, not guinea pigs, but guineas the bird, turkeys, chickens. You know, sometimes we'd come home and they'd be slaughtered in the backyard from the the raccoons or the whatever it gets in my, I can't remember, um, mountain lions, whatever, bobcats. Yeah. I'm getting, lot, I'm getting sadder the more animals time. you mention that kill them. <laughs> right. I'm getting sadder. She's like, you know, just uh, uh, foxes. Uh, uh, I want to play a clip of Don't Do It in Texas. This is from Katie Offerman. Just don't do it in Texas. Don't do me that wrong. Don't so how instrumental is Texas in your country music? Texas is my foundation, you know, um, I'm also just, I feel like, one of those proud Texans, as any Texan is. Um, but even just, like, growing up on the ranch or playing triple fiddles in a Western swing band across Texas, you know, like, I've put in a lot of hours and miles in, in Texas, and that has shaped me to who I am and the music, too. Like, you know, Bob Wills or, um, you know, like, even Johnny Gimble. Like, I used to listen to music and love hearing, like, what was that fiddle solo or what was that, you know... And, um, yeah, people like Johnny Gimble, like fiddle player, like who my age even knows who he is. But Can you hear something and play it back on fiddle just by ear? Yeah, it depends on, like, how complicated it is. But if you, you know? just heard, you could just, <laughs> you could just <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, just like that. Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, 
I mean, you know, I don't know. Don't. No, uh, I'm not even going to touch you. Did you bring your fiddle? I'm, I'm going to start singing you melodies. <laughs> you're so like in just all these instruments, like you, the, the accordion, that big thing that's a piano and then the buttons on the side with the right. strap. You, yeah. The fact that you played the accordion and then you played it in a polka band and you toured at 12 or 30. Like my mind is blown because that seems like there's a lot going on in that accordion. There's a lot going on. Um, it, it's like pushing in and buttons and piano. It's like all that, right? Yeah, I think that's why it's in the closet right now, um, because it's just, you know, there's only so many hours in the day. That thing, I mean, man, if you stop playing that thing, you get rusty really fast. Is it super heavy? Um, it's heavy. I mean, I put it on like a couple of weeks ago. I have the same accordion I had when I was 10, whenever I started. And even when I put it on now, I'm like, my God, you know, I'm exhausted. So I've been looking at really cheap, small accordions on Amazon. So Same. Yeah, right. Except I don't know how to play one. I we just, can do dueling yeah. accordions. Um, You're playing the Opry September 2nd. I am. It's your debut. I'm really excited. Who's going to come watch? Oh, man. Um, well, my dad keeps calling telling me that some of his friends are driving up from Texas. I'm like, who are these people? He's like, you remember Gene and whatever. I'm like, I don't actually. Leroy. Leroy's coming, I heard. So, Leroy, if you're listening, I'm excited you're coming. Um but my family, you know, um, Colby's mom's coming, my husband, um, my mother-in-law, she's coming, and uh, they're splitting time. My father-in-law is going with their other child to the Iowa game because they're big football fans. That's kind of my main flaw is I'm not a sports person, so I know you are. Yeah, I'm a big sports person. Right, I, as most people are. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big sports person. But it's exciting. <laughs> You're playing the Opry the first time ever. It's, I'm really excited. The Opry is kind of... it's. To me, the thing that makes it such a big deal is like, I remember my grandparents aren't alive anymore, but I remember like being on their porch and listening to records and talking about life and everything. And it was like, man, the Opry was something that they got. They were like, wow, the chance to be able to play that one day. They wouldn't even have a clue what a publishing deal was or a record deal. Like, huh? You know, but I remember my parents driving me up when I was little and my grandparents driving me up when I was little and we went and saw like Allison Krauss at the Opry and... Um, it's just like, to me, it's the best. It's it was, like going to church. It was my grandmother too that got me so interested and now invested because I work with the Opry and perform at the Opry. Yeah. Same thing. I wouldn't, I mean, she wouldn't know what any of this stuff is right. that I do. <laughs> but if I were to have told her I could play the Opry, she would be like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. The first time I went up, I, and I will do comedy there and I don't cover jokes. It's, jokes something you don't cover. It's, that's not really a thing. <laughs> But I did, I, I covered my grandmother's favorite joke from Jerry Clower my first time up as my final joke because I was just like, she would think this is the coolest That's thing ever. Awesome. So now I'm going to cover a joke that she loved. Love and so that. it's super special. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I, I know they're going to be watching from above, but you know, it's just, it's going to be a really special thing. And um, I can't wait now. I'm like, am I going to get to play there again? You know, you're all, it's easy to start thinking about the next thing, but um, I'm just excited, honestly. Her name is Katie Offerman. You guys can follow her at Katie Offerman with a C. Uh, and don't be surprised. I went to her Instagram and you can watch her sing in real life. I mean, she sing with not in a studio, but then she grabs a fiddle and she she kills the fiddle and you're just like, what in the world's happening? So uh, quite the accomplished musician, but really well, great you. singer. I know it was. You. you said it was late till you found your voice, like your literal voice, but wow, really great. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I feel like, like I was saying earlier, it's like God gifted me with about 10 notes. So I think he knew that I knew what to, to do with that because there's a lot of people out there because, man, I think all the time I'm like, and I'll admit it, I am, you'll find a thousand girls that can sing just, you know, all around me. That's not going to be me. But I just hope that whatever I do and whatever I say, I hope somebody believes, you know, and I hope that it is meaningful. And um, because that's all I can do. All I can do is stand up there and play my songs and hope that somebody believes me, you know. Um, We're going to play Happy Land Trailer Park. Let's and do it. You wrote this with Joe Clemens and Rodney Clausen. Yes. It's a pretty good room. Uh, <laughs> so give me, give me the gist of this song so when I play it, people understand what they're hearing. Yeah. It says in the song, everybody's got a different definition of the good stuff. And so, you know, yeah, it says Happy Land Trailer Park. And I have since Googled Happy Land Trailer Park, and it does exist. So I'm thinking it could be a road trip in my near future. Um, but it's like, man, if it doesn't have to be a trailer park. Whatever your happy place is, if that's sitting on your couch with a cup of coffee, you know, if it's with somebody you love, if it isn't, I'm, I have a sense of adventure. So for me, it's like, where can I go that I haven't been? 
whatever that thing or that place or that person is in your life, it's like, I hope you find it because life is short. And we wrote this in the middle of COVID and everybody was kind of down. It's just like, man, go find that thing that like burns a fire inside of you, you know? And heck, maybe, maybe it will be Happy Land Trailer Park when I drive there in Canada. And there is one <laughs> in Canada and Oklahoma. So I choose the Oklahoma one. Right, right. It'd be easier to get to. <laughs> I'm going to go to both. I'll report back. But um, no, this has been so fun. And also, y'all were the first people. Like, I never heard myself on the radio before. And this song, y'all took a chance on it and played. And that was really, really special. Um, so I'm glad that people got to hear this song. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. All right, let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, uh, Bobby. I need some input on a disagreement between my husband and I. My husband is the best man in his friend's wedding this fall, and his best man, he's responsible for planning the bachelor party. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo-hoo. Oh, no. My husband started a plan night of golfing and dinner, but then the groom asked... 
when are we going to the gentleman's club? <laughs> My husband informed me I don't plan on going to a gentleman's club, but the groom is insisting. I do not agree with my husband going. He insists he has to go if that's what his friend wants because it's his bachelor party. But I've included my husband. Based on my religious beliefs, going to this type of club is the equivalent of cheating. I also feel that the tradition for a bachelor party is meant to let the groom have one last crazy night. But my husband already tied the knot years ago, so he doesn't need a crazy night. My husband feels I'm way overreacting. Since most of you on the show are married, what are your thoughts on you, your spouse? going to a gentleman's club. Am I overreacting to this or should I let him go and push down my feelings about it or should my husband respect my feelings and tell his friends that he will decline to participate in this part of the night? Please help. Any input is greatly appreciated from a disputing wife. Mm. Um, Here's the thing. In your home, you have your value system and that should rank above everything else. Now your husband can plan all of it. He could actually pass it down and go, you know, for me, my morals do not allow me to go to this. Or if his do, and he's like, hey, my wife's going to kill me. I can't take part in this part of it. So I'm going to let pass it over to you, and you have to plan this. So I'm going to go off, and I'm going to dinner, and I'm not going to go to that part. There is nothing wrong with that. I'll say, first of all, I've never been to a gentleman's club ever. I don't. That's not an equivalent to cheating to me. But I've never been. If you ain't doing the cheating, I don't think that's cheating. I don't. It's not for me, It's but I don't think it's cheating but if in your house that's the rule, then that's the rule. I don't think he has to do it. I don't. I don't think he has to go. Because the gro- if the groom's like, all right, I'm getting married. We all got to go kill somebody. Well, you're, <laughs> oh. you're the groom. Yeah, it's your party. It's your, uh, it's your party. <laughs> right. You've always wanted. And there's not like a line that eventually, like, well, no. The line is where it's set in your house. So I would say if this is something you're strongly against, communicate that. Hopefully he's receptive to that, and then he doesn't go, you are not out of your mind to say that and believe that. So everybody on the show is going to have a different opinion about this. I can already tell. Lunchbox is set up in his chair so high, he's just waiting to tell. He's like shot out of a rocket. (laughs) Um, So I say you are fine to say this and to enforce this, and I hope that if you feel that that's what you need to do, you do it. My opinion. Lunchbox. Quit being the nagging wife. I mean, geez, he's going to a club where some women dance. He sits in a chair, has some beers with his friends. What's wrong with that? It's just like watching the movie Magic Mike. Oh, my gosh. Are you cheating if you watch Magic Mike? Well, it's a bit different. One, because you don't see uh, ding dong, ding dong. And then two, it's on the screen. It's not humans. Who cares if it's humans? He's there for his guys. He's here with the boys hanging out. He doesn't have to, you know, go up and get lap dances. Just because you're going doesn't mean you're going to get lap dances and go up and give dollar bills to the stage. You can sit in your chair, drink beers, nothing wrong with it. Quit being the nagging wife. And if you want to see how fun it is, go with him before the bachelor party and go to the club with him. That's your advice to her who it's against morally. Oh, morally, uh, get out of here. I'm not. It ain't cheating either. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Agree. And most of my friends have been. Almost all my friends have been. <laughs> and I agree. It isn't. It isn't something that they're like. It's like a huge deal to a dude. It's like to my dude friends that have been. It's like yeah, it was fun. But it's not like a big thing where they're like, oh, I finally just can't wait. It's just dumb and fun, right? So I don't think guys are looking at it as like this is my night to just go crazy. And oh, it's not. It's not a big deal to a guy. That being said, it's, it's such a big deal to you for him not to go. That ranks above what he wants to do. But Lunchbox, you've spoken. Thank you. Yeah, don't let him be the nerd at the bachelor party. Oh, my wife said I can't go. I got to stay in the hotel. He room. obviously <laughs> has no problem with it because he's like, I, I need to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so he, do, he does not have those same religious and moral beliefs, that I, I feel like. Amy. Well, I mean, I think that he does want to have a healthy relationship with his life, wife. And sometimes that's hearing what the other person's needs are. And she should not push down these thoughts at all. No. If this is how you feel, you express them. And if he chooses to go He's in trouble. knowing how you feel, <laughs> and he knows that. then then we have bigger issues because he should want to respect you just as you would respect him if the tables were turned. Eddie? Ugh, I don't know Say why. Say what you really feel. I don't know why bachelors have to go to strip clubs. I know. It's dumb. Like, it's a dumb I, tradition. I don't, because guys, for me, I've been married for a long time, and it's always a thing. You're going to a bachelor party. Are you going to a gentleman's club? And I'm just like, it's always, I would go. I would go. But since my wife has a problem with it, I'm always the one that says, hey, let's just, who wants to go? Who doesn't want to go? Uh, I'll stay. All right. The three of us will stay. The rest of you guys go. I've been in this situation two times in my life. 
And one time I went, I got in big trouble. The next time, <laughs> hey, I'll admit, got in big trouble. The next time, I said, guys, who's staying with me? Three of us. Cool. The rest of you guys have fun. It's just not that big of a deal to a dude. That's that's my point, meaning it's just dumb for a guy. But if it's so important for him not to go to you, I don't think he should go. Right. I, th- I, I agree with what you did, and you stayed home the second time, probably because you learned. They learned. You got grounded. Right. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, I've been there. Sometimes you got to get grounded in order to learn your lesson. You know what I mean? Uh, um, so stay strong, disputing wife. I think he should stay home and not go. But oh, you think man. he's a nerd. I he's a nerd he does. if he doesn't go. He's going to be laughed at. All the guys what? are like, oh my okay, gosh. But, okay, no. would you really be laughed at by dudes you see every once in a while? Or have your wife want to kill you every day that you see all the time? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's we'll the answer. At. Or tell your wife to relax a little Eddie, bit. Really that never works. The, word, the words at. relax a little bit to my wife, never. It actually makes things worse. Never make her relax. <laughs> I say things to help her relax. Like, hey, what time to rub your shoulders? Time to rub your feet? Hey, you want to go tomorrow? You have a picnic? You know what helps her not relax? Relax. <laughs> Like a little bit. That never works. All right. Thank you for the email, Disputing Wife. You're you're all good. Uh, that is the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Starting us off on Fun Fact Friday, here is Amanda. Fun Fact Friday. Your foot is as long as your forearm, like your old and radius bone, your forearm. Yeah, that's the same size as your foot. Um, love y'all. Bye. Foot. Let me do this. Right here? Yeah. I'm in a game of Twister up here. Let's see. Yeah. My foot's been growing a little bit, though. Oh, so gosh. it's bigger than your forearm? <laughs> my forearm. It seems like my foot's a little longer than my forearm. Uh, that's interesting, though. I bet there's some truth to that. Fun Fact Friday. Yeah! All right, around the room, everybody brings Fun Fact. Amy, you're up. Nicholas Cage was once arrested for public intoxication and bailed out by a fan who happened to be a bail bondsman. That's pretty funny. The oh, bail wow. bondsman, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Hey, oh, wow, they just elevated. It went from a cool story to a really cool story. All right, fun fact. Lunchbox, you're up. Jennifer Lopez is the reason we have Google Images. That separate tab when you go to Google and you click Images, they created that after the 2000 Grammys. Jennifer Lopez wore a dress. So many people were searching it. They were like, we got to create an Images page. That and green that's, one? The, the green Versace. Yeah. And yeah. that's how we got Google Images. You're smiling really weird and creepy. <laughs> you guys right don't now. think that's I, I do. Google I think it's images. interesting. That is so interesting that Jennifer Lopez, I mean, she brings us music, movies, and Google images. All right. That's how we can Google hotties in swimsuits. And- okay. There it there is. There it went. All right, Eddie, you have a fun fact. Go. The first speeding ticket ever issued was in 1896, and he was going eight miles per hour. <laughs> he got a speeding ticket for going eight? Because, like on a horse? No, it was in a car, but oh. the speed limit was two. Buddy, how do you go two in a car? I don't know, man. How do you go two walking? No acceleration, I guess. Wow, so what was the ticket? Did it say? Did it, did money? No, means? They, they said at that time it was a record. Like, whoa, this is the fastest anyone has gone. But there's no, like, what they charged <laughs> no, them, what the penalty no, was? No. Uh, Morgan, your fun fact. So before alarm clocks existed, people used nails fixed onto candles to wake up. So they knew how to calculate the candle burning time and would put the nail at the right time they wanted to wake up. And as soon as the candle melted, the nail would fall, make a noise, wake the person up. What? Oh, it's like like ice, right? You put something on the ice, it melts. And then it falls. Oh, I'm up. That's crazy. Yeah. There were also people called knockers that you would hire and they would come with sticks and they were like the neighborhood wake and pack on the window to wake people up. Wow. Uh, but the problem is what if the knocker fell asleep? Who'd the knocker hire? Yeah. It's like, who did your therapist go to for therapy? Yeah, so, yeah, wow. That's pretty cool. It was like the, literally the like you hear the alarm, it's a nail hitting the ground. Yep. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, mine's back in the day, too. So, George Washington was really tall for back in the day. He was in the 0.5% of tall people. He was six foot two. The average male was 5'5". Five five wow. Back in that time. Wow, Ray'd be a giant. Ray would be... Well, normal. I don't know about giant, but he'd be, he'd be normal. What are you, Ray? 5'6", but shrinking. But if you were 6'2", you were like a 6'8 or 6'9 guy now. So, and George Washington was massive at the time. But, he, you know, George Washington, he was like a crazy military guy, right? The general. Yeah, we just think of him as being the guy with the puffy hair. And, of course, he was a general, but, like, he was, like, really popular and, like, really aggressive mm-hmm. fighting. He was a, you know, big fighter, won a lot of, a lot of battles. Uh, but I thought being 6'2", was... I knew I missed my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am six one. They asked me at the doctor how tall I was the other day. And I said, I don't know. Why don't we measure? And I knew I had on some really tall shoes. 
Six one. <laughs> yeah, talk hey, soon. I said what I said. I'll leave it there. Fun fact Friday. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. There's a little girl. Her name is Avery, and right now she's nine years old. But over the past few years, she has operated her own lemonade stand. And some kids that do that, they like to pocket the cash for themselves, but not Avery. She has been donating all of the money to local animal shelters. And before you think I'm talking like thirty bucks, fifty bucks, hundred bucks. Uh, she just raised $1,040 for wow. an animal shelter just last week in Pennsylvania. That's really great. <laughs> you know, you almost got to be a kid with a lemonade stand these days. I don't think if Lunchbox were just selling lemonade on the side of the road. We should try it. We should try that. <laughs> I also think maybe somebody would shut them down for not yeah. having a permit. Yeah. Or Well, you know, there's some places shut kids down for not having a permit, which is so sad. Yeah. That's... But I mean, I get it. But the cool part, too, is that Avery wants to be a veterinarian when she grows up. So that's why she's so passionate about selling the lemonade to help out the animals. Avery, that's awesome. I don't know if you're listening, but if you are, that's really cool. And I hope you keep doing that. And I'd love to see Lunchbox try lemonade stand. Yeah. <laughs> me Just too. Just randomly. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com. that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It's time for Easy Trivia. Amy, you're up first. Okay. Company slogans is the category. Just do it is the slogan of what company? Nike. Correct. Lunchbox. Breakfast of Champions is the slogan of what cereal? Wheaties. Correct. Our returning champion, he is wearing a crown because he is last season's champion. Yes. It's a tiara. Yes. I don't want to get it. It's, it's like a crown, though. No, it's like it's, it's a tiara. Yeah, it is. It keeps going and going and going, Eddie. What slogan? What company? That's Energizer. Correct. Morgan, taste the rainbow is the slogan of what candy? 
Skittles. That is correct. Nice job, everybody. You would move on to the next round. Now, if you miss it, you're eliminated. And not only are you eliminated, you're boned. You've been boned. You don't want to hear that. All right, it's easy. It's still going to be super easy this round. Category is sports. Oh, awesome. Amy, a puck is used in what professional sport? Hockey. Correct. Lunchbox, how many holes are there on the golf course? 18. Good. Eddie, how many points is a field goal worth in football? Field goal is three points. Correct. Whoa. Morgan, how many bases are there on a baseball field? There are four bases. Yeah, I would have taken four or three, honestly, because you could have said home plate's a plate. I know, I was like, it's home. We'll go with four. Good, good, good. All right, you're all moving on. Nice shot. All right. Maybe it's a little harder. Amy, great whites and hammerheads in the category of animals are what type of animal? Sharks. Correct. Lunchbox, what country is the home of the kangaroo? Australia. Good. Eddie, what's a brontosaurus? It's a dinosaur. Good. (gasps) Morgan, what do you call young frogs or toads? What's a tiny frog or toad? Oh, a young... Oh, my gosh. I mean, a tadpole. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's tough. (laughs) I just read them as they're listening. Oh, man. (laughs) The next category... Classic cartoons. Oh. Easy trivia. Okay. Amy, what's the name of Winnie the Pooh's donkey friend? The donkey is Eeyore. The donkey is Eeyore. Lunchbox, the mystery machine is a vehicle from what famous cartoon? Scooby-Doo. Correct. He's smarter than the average bear. But what's the name of that smart person? Yeah, that's a Yogi Boo Boo. That's Yogi Bear. All right, good job. Bedrock, Morgan. Oh, boy. Bedrock is the home of what classic cartoon family? I do believe that is the Flintstones. Okay, we're all still here. Woo! This never happens where everybody lasts oh. this long. The category is presidents. Oh, oh Eddie's got this round. Cute. Amy, what's the minimum age to be president? 35. Correct. Did you guys miss that one? Oh, no, 100%. I got that one. Okay. Lunchbox, what president is associated with chopping down a cherry tree? Huh? If you win this one, you're in the lead for the season, Lunchbox. Yeah, well, I don't know a president that chopped down a cherry tree. Oh, gosh. What president is associated with chopping down a cherry tree? Man, but I know he's not a president. The only first thing that popped in my head was Johnny Appleseed, but he ain't a president. Or was he? No, Johnny Appleseed is not a president. What president was associated with chopping Chop down it. the cherry tree? What does a cherry tree have to do with being a president? Um, I don't understand. Um, Jefferson. Well, the story goes, true or false, true or not true, that... This president said, I cannot tell a lie. When his dad said, hey, who chopped down the cherry tree? He said, I can't lie. I chopped down the cherry tree. And so from that story, we're supposed to believe that he was a great, great man who couldn't lie. He's so honest. And that president was? George Washington. You've been boned. What? But his nickname, I thought you were going to say Abraham Lincoln because his name's Honest Abe. What, what more in more the, than one person can be honest. Yeah. Yeah. What in the, no one knows Eddie, what that. president's on the five dollars? They just answered the well, yeah, after you gave the whole story. Well, we knew sto- it. We knew it. But it's okay. What we- president's on the $5 bill, Eddie? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The one is George. The 10 is Hamilton. 20 is Jefferson. What president is on the $5 bill, Eddie? Bones, I think it's Abraham Lincoln. Is that your answer? I think, yeah. Correct. Wow. Scuba looked up in disgust when you didn't know that answer. Why? That's $5. Another five. Ask not what your country can do for you, Morgan. Ask what you can do for your country is a quote from what, President? Dang, I could have finished the quote. Don't know I know the president, though. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Appleseed. (laughs) That's a solid one. 
Oh, that's not... Okay, uh, was it one of the ones that, that fought in a war? Not that I know their names, but probably one of those. John Adams? That'd be cool. Um... Yeah, that's all I got in my brain. So, John Adams. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. That would be JFK. Dang! You've been boned. Well, I bragged on all of you that you all got to that round and then two of you died off. <laughs> Amy and Eddie, you're Here moving we go. on. The two smartest. The category is science. Oh. That was tough. <laughs> Amy, what's the colored part of the human eye called? Okay. Okay, it's called the iris. The Goo Goo Dolls sang a song about it. It is iris. That's wow. Yeah. Good one, Amy. Okay, thank you. Eddie, what's the name of the table of chemical elements arranged in order of atomic number? Yes, yes, yes. That is the periodic table. That's correct. Amy, in the same category of science, what's the name of the sugar-rich liquid that bees collect from plants and they use to make honey? Nectar. Correct. Oh my gosh, she's so good. That's a good one. How many senses do humans have, Eddie? Smell, taste, see, hear, and touch. Five. Correct. <sighs> Next category, Disney villains. No. Let's go. <sighs> Amy, Cruella DeVille is a villain in what Disney movie? 101 Dalmatians. Yes. Eddie, Scar is the villain in what Disney movie? That is The Lion King. Correct. <laughs> Amy, Ursula is the villain in what Disney movie? Oh, well, Little Mermaid? Correct. Oh, my God. Jafar is the villain in what Disney movie? That's Aladdin. Correct. <sighs> the category is superheroes. Yes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what superhero's real name is Peter Parker, Amy? Spider-Man. Correct. Eddie, Steve Rogers. What the? Steve who? <laughs> what superhero's real name is Steve Rogers? Steve Rogers? I have never heard of Steve Rogers. That's Captain America. Correct. <laughs> wow! Wow, I've never heard of that. <laughs> Amy, what superhero's real name is Bruce Banner? Batman. Let's go. Did I just get boned? I don't know. You've been boned. Who is it? I don't... The Hulk. Wow, Eddie Whatever. for the win. Let's go. Wakanda is the fictional home to what superhero? Bones for the win. Give me Black Panther. That's correct. There he yeah! is. Buddy, come on. He hit him with a Steve Rogers and held on tight. I have no idea about Steve Rogers. That's crazy. You did it again, Eddie. You take the lead this series. Say something to your people. Oh, guys. Hey, we're going to win this one. Stay with me. Don't worry. There we're going to win this our one. Our big winner, Eddie. Nice job. A voicemail from Andy in New York. I was just wondering if Ray's Song of the Summer is out yet. We're, we're pretty well into the summer at this point. Um, just curious if there's any news on that one yet. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Appreciate that. Ray told us months ago he knew a secret song of the summer that was coming out. It was a collab, and the whole music industry was going to be like bopping along. I don't know the song either. Where is it? Uh, so it is out, but I checked in our system. We have a thing called Music Point. It just hasn't been sent to radio yet for whatever reason. I don't know what they're waiting for. But I did DM. I probably won't get a response. But the artists that are involved in it, I DM'd them, and I was like, hey, when is radio going to get to play but this song? But if it's song? out, you can say the song. But, I mean, maybe it's a secret single that they haven't told anybody about, and they wanted that. A secret single, but it's like everybody just wants their songs played regardless, single or not. But you know how they say impacting radio. Yeah, but it I, doesn't matter. They're not, they will never say, but don't play it. But I don't know if they're ready for okay, it to impact. See, okay, here we go. Who again. did you DM? <laughs> okay. They're Ray, not ready for you. the impact. Ray also has an envelope in there, <laughs> and he has uh, somebody in country music that has secretly got a divorce or is getting a divorce, mm -hmm. and he sealed it Correct. when he knew it in March. It was that long ago. And Scuba signed it, so it's official. But we still don't know who it is, and they haven't announced it yet. I haven't announced it. I haven't seen it on any websites. Do you still think they're getting divorced or are divorced? Yeah, no. My The person that told me it was in total confidence. They said, yeah, yeah, I can't believe nobody's talking about it. Major star. Oh, yeah. Huge. And someone we're not going to expect. You could expect it, but, I mean, they've been in the studio and stuff. Everything seems hunky-dory. Like they've been here Together? a lot? No, they've been here. They've been here since the divorce? Yeah. Since the divorce. Mm -hmm. So, but we just don't know they're divorced. Correct. 
Oh. Why do you say it like that? Because, <laughs> I mean, that's all that's correct. Yeah. And so it's not anyone that I've texted you privately. No. Like on rumors that I've heard. And now I'm texting Ray all like the secret stuff I hear. Now he gets all my information too because I'm just trying to figure out who it is. And he's like, nope. <laughs> Don't do that. So there's probably nothing in there and he's just getting all the inside. Mm-hmm. No, there's something. Okay, well, mm-hmm. those two things mm-hmm. we don't know the answer to yet. Hopefully soon though. That's what you've said. You've said and it for, since March. Probably secret because it's private. All right. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. A surgeon is in trouble after removing a belly button without consent during surgery. A woman was getting an umbilical hernia repaired and something went wrong, so he had to remove the belly button. Well, the problem is he failed to even ever tell her about it post-op, and she was wrapped up in bandages for a week. Finally, she was able to remove them, and she looked down, and she had no belly button. What's the big deal? He didn't tell her. It's a belly I don't have, I have, was, I have a third of a belly button from a surgery when I was a kid. I've never once cried and thought, oh, I wish I had a belly button. It's not, not a big deal. But but he never disclosed, hey, so this could go wrong, and I might have to remove your belly button. Do it's I not have a pancreas. Consent? And That's then true. also, she he never told her, and she was surprised. That I can understand, but how is this a news story? It ain't a big deal. <laughs> well, he's in trouble. I support this doctor. Really? Like the board From doctor of to doctor? surgeons or health or something, they're yeah, investigating We have to vote him. on this every year, the board of doctors. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. yeah, you're a doctor He now. messed up, but it just sounds like a big story for a... A belly button does nothing. Uh, but it... But it's a belly button. Like, it'd be weird if I looked down and my belly button was gone. He didn't take it by accident. He he took it because it needed to be taken yeah. in the surgery and then just forgot to write a little note. Oopsie. Mm-hmm. And so now. Right. He should yeah. have that one. Okay. Well, okay. Oopsie. Fine him 50 bucks. $50? <laughs> Let him get back to work. Belly button, I don't think it's that big a deal. All right. What else? Authorities are reminding people to watch out for online cat scams. A recent case involved the loss of $24,000 worth of gift cards to buy a Sphinx cat that was listed online. You would have fell for, you'd have fallen for this. This is a Sphinx cat. That's the hairless one. Mm-hmm. And according to the feds, cases like these are not uncommon, so stay alert. Well, you paid how much for a cat that never came? I just did the deposit. Okay. How much I'm was not that? Saying. Okay, so that's my point. <laughs> oh my god! And then we start talking about it on the air and saying we're going to out the person, and all of a sudden, Amy gets a refund. Yeah. And they kept saying, "No, we can't find the cat." They were they... in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Let's hey, just and what's say. that? What's that shady? Like someone selling cats from. Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. It, it, that, I'm kidding. It means nothing. All right. What else? You may know Dylan Scott from his song, My Girl. Yeah, that's my girl in the passenger seat. Well, it turns out he grew up 30 minutes away from Tim McGraw in Louisiana, but they have never met. And he said he's been in Nashville for 11 years now, just waiting and waiting for the day that he crosses paths with Tim McGraw. And I was just got me curious, like, for you, Bobby, is there anybody in town that you haven't met or interviewed yet that you're just waiting to cross paths with or interview? No, I'd say more like avoiding. <laughs> like that's that's happen- That's still happening. That's funny. I do that a lot. Where, yeah. No, I think we're pretty lucky on the show that we've built this monster of we're in hundreds of cities and we get to kind of pick, right? That's cool. But there are people that I just am avoiding. <laughs> so you're not waiting? I'm not waiting. I'm like uh, the opposite of waiting. Um, so, yeah, that's they'll meet. But At also, some point. Also, Dylan Scott's like, man, I just I, I, he's right down the road. Never got to play with him in the yard. He's like 20 years older than you, man. <laughs> you can't play in the cul-de-sac with Tim McGraw. That's right. true. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Kim Durkee bought an Apple Watch because you know she wants to track her fitness. Oh, how many steps did I get? Oh, after that run, what's my heart rate? Well, in May, she goes to sleep. Middle of the night, Apple Watch wakes her up and says her heart numbers are off. It's her, her, I don't even know how to say these words, arterial fibrillation. Why would you try? And why would you take that story? (laughs) No, no, just just let me get going. I'm with you. I like the story. And and she's annoyed. It wakes her up in the middle of the night. She's like, man, this stupid watch goes back to sleep. Next night, it wakes her up again. What did it say? say? Yeah. Uh, her numbers were off her ar- <laughs> arterial fibrillation. Yeah. Oh. I wouldn't know how to say that either, honestly. It is off. Yeah. Her heart, like, I'd oh, say her heart's messed up. Her numbers are off. And she goes, if this watch does it again, I'm going to throw it in the trash. Oh. She goes, oh. And she goes to sleep. Third night in a row, wakes her up. She goes, okay, I'm going to go to the emergency room and I'm going to see what's going on. There was a tumor growing, blocking her heart. Wow. And the watch alerted her to it and she had surgery and there was a four centimeter and it was growing rapidly, and she would have died. You aren't that off, unless it's called an atrial fibrillation. 
But, Possibly. Yeah. That's whatever. But what I say, artriole. But I, I yeah, the R and the, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but you weren't that off. But well, it's uh, it's spelled A T. Yeah, yeah, we're good on that. Spelling. A trial, a trial, a, yeah, probably probably not. atrial, maybe. But my father-in-law has this, and it's AFib. You, is that's an easy way to say it, so that oh. you don't have to try to say nice. the whole thing, just AFib. When they write that in the story, yeah. Why didn't they write that in the story? <laughs> they try to write the big words, but yes, I so, wouldn't have gone to the emergency room though. Even, her, I mean, I might have called and been like, "Hey, can I get in next week?" This is saying this. I wouldn't have gone. I need to go to the emergency room. I mean, how crazy is it that the third night she's finally like, okay, I'm going to go to the ER, and That's if they really... tell me nothing's wrong, I'm going to throw this watch away. And her blood supply to the heart was being cut oh off. My crazy. She was going to die. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow, you see, really dramatic there. Too. And so she had surgery, and this tumor's gone. Boom. Boom. Uh, all right, there you go. Great story. You, you know what my Apple Watch does? Nothing. <laughs> I don't know how to do anything with it. Well, then you're good. You're healthy. I don't know that it does that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, does, I don't, it doesn't do anything for me except tell time and dies. That's all it is. All right, that's it. Thank you, guys. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 